Welcome to the Refuge Project. The Refuge Project is a place to have meaningful conversation in a safe place. And here we are. We are back. Back at it. Two weeks in a row. I know. That's that's kind of good. How things been going? This close. And I came in today, and David said I was going to (laughs) cancel. I was. I mean, I've been frazzled, man. For frazzled, frazzled. That's a good word. Frazzled, dazzled. I haven't heard that word in a while. uh, Almost bought me a shirt last night that said. to stop all the jibber jabber, <laughs> feeling frazzled. Feeling frazzled. I like that. You there's should. A, there's a guy on. Um, I kind of played the lotto a little bit. Yeah, it's kind of the lotto, but not really the lotto. So this this, this is you, our pro gambling episode. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's not gambling because you get something back. Gambling for Jesus. So this YouTuber I watched, he, he's giving away a. a a Ford F three fifty dually. That's a big one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's nice, um, but every five dollars you spend on his page, uh-huh. you get an entry. Ah, uh, so I went and bought a shirt. Uh-huh. So hopefully I can I win this it. truck. I got it. You know, so I spent thirty five dollars, get a few entries. We'll see. So you bought a few shirts then? One shirt. I know it's kind of expensive, right? Oh, now. My bad. Time and shipping, you know, it's twenty five dollars, yeah. and the tax uh-huh. and shipping, and then it's like uh-huh. thirty five bucks. Yeah. So, uh, what are you gonna do with this truck? I don't know, man. Just pimp it around, <laughs> you know. In a three fifty dually, four door long bed. <laughs> That's a big truck. It's big. As you know, you've got like an eight-car driveway, and it's going to fill it up. <laughs> this, this is the, you know, compensating type truck. Yeah, one of those. Yeah. You feeling a little old? It's, got <laughs> it's the, finally happening? It's got the, you know, the 18-wheeler tires on it. You yeah, see it those? Does. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Those tires cost more than uh-huh. most people's cars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So hopefully uh, I'll have to, like, get rid of it time I get replace the tires. Yeah. <laughs> I like it. Jibber-jabber. That's Jibber-jabber, a good, yeah. You should have got the shirt. Yeah, I should have got the shirt. But we the, should just make our own shirts and say stuff like that. We should. My uh, what, what else? What, what was another one? Chipper jabber, whippersnapper. You can <laughs> throw that in somehow. No, what do we 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 had? Uh, what was the one that we that we uh, that I said one time? Uh, not Molly whopped. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's right. You did say something crazy one time. Yeah, like, and tried to just play it off like everybody <laughs> says that. What was that? Like we got like we got scammed. It was a yeah, a, but it was Jimmy. <laughs> it, it, we got oh man, I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Somebody remembers right now. Well, it's funny because uh, Luke said it a couple days in, <laughs> a couple Did weeks. He just ago. say it because he heard you say it. I guess he didn't hear it anywhere else. He said sure. it in the, the sanctuary, and then Caesar turned around real quick. He was just like, all right. Nobody's ever said that word except <laughs> you and your dad. <laughs> me uh, and uh, me and uh, hornswoggled, hornswoggled, <laughs> hornswoggled. That's what it was. Hornswoggered with an H, right? Yeah. Hornswoggled. Hornswoggled. As if it makes a difference. <laughs> like it makes more sense. <laughs> it doesn't mean anything. Got hornswoggled. Yeah, you said it like everybody says that. <laughs> Make him spit out his Coke Zero. <laughs> He's like, "Am I right, fellas? We got hornswoggled." <laughs> Everybody's looking at me crazy. I don't know about you, but I've never been hornswoggled. 
don't think we should be talking about that. <laughs> yes, right that now. hurts. <laughs> <laughs> That's words. Me and uh, oh. me and some friends. We say uh, I say sweet cheese all the time. It's like cool beans, but sweet cheese. Sweet cheese. Say what time we're going to the party? What time are you gonna be there? Seven o'clock. Seven o'clock. Sweet cheese. Uh, okay. And, uh, well, but well, I always play it off. I every anytime I say that in public because people don't say that, but everybody say that. I always say. People are like, what did you say? I said, sweet cheese. And I tell them what you just told you. And I say, yeah, everybody's saying that. That's something everybody says. And uh, so then you'll slowly see people throw that in their lingo every now and then. I'm my buddy that was the best man at my wedding. He made a shirt at some point that says sweet cheese on it. So he just wears his shirt around and says sweet cheese. doesn't mean anything. But it means something to us. And it, I love I love that I can say it and peop- and just play it off and people are like, People just believe me sometimes. So, so what is the other one? So, what what is the one that you talked about on the on the podcast? The inside between you and James. I mean, you and Ben. Oh, bang bang chicken and shrimp. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's and, and a hornswoggle is. <laughs> you you get okay, on to a hornswoggle. Bang bang chicken and shrimp. But I know people don't actually say that. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not just. I'm not like, yeah, I'm pretty sure everybody says, <laughs> you know, bang, bang, change trip. Uh, no, we, me and my brother went on this other podcast called Inside the North Side uh, a few weeks ago, and uh, we were telling that story on there, and David listened to it. But yeah, bang, bang, chicken, and shrimp. Ben, ben says bang, bang a lot. Yeah. It's just like a affirmative <laughs> thing. Like, what time are we going to be there? Seven o'clock? Bang, bang. <laughs> That's just something he does. And at some point... We somehow he added chicken and shrimp. I don't remember why that threw up, but it was so stupid and silly that we kind of said it for a while. And then at some point, I went to the Cheesecake Factory and I was looking at their, you know, they've got like a hundred things on their menu. Their menu is large, it's ridiculous. And uh, that was a item on there. You could get bang bang chicken and shrimp. <laughs> and I confirmation. And I said, are you, "Are you kidding me?" Anyway, it's a whole thing. I but, enjoyed the podcast because. Uh, course it just kind of like kind of got into to a little bit of it kind of inside your head about or y'all's head about you know yeah. the reason why you do music and yeah kind of the uh inspirations and different things like that mm-hmm. but it was kind of cool to hear you talk you know there was an element about you know your kind of inspirations from the church and different things like that without like having to slap yeah. somebody over the head with jesus yeah so I thought yeah, that was kind of cool. Well, I tell people, because sometimes people will be, they'll ask us, like, is it like a Christian band? Or are you guys, you making Christian music, this and that? And so I always have to tell them, like, it's, we're not making, quote, Christian music, but I am a Christian. Right. And we're making music. So yeah. that's, you know, those themes and elements are going to pop up here and there. You and know? Then ben, ben said something that he didn't, like, say that was, like, confirmation from God that we're supposed to be doing this, but he kind of like implied like this is the thing that we were supposed to do. And it Mm -hmm. just like, it kept working out like this is, you know, the right thing. And, and I guess like Christian people could take it like, you know, this was a God called type deal. Yeah. Um, so I, I thought there was some cool elements in there like that. And it kind of like brought the dude's like faith out a little bit too. And he was just like, oh yeah. Yeah. Cause he, I think he said he grew up in church. Right. And, right. Yeah. 
was so, a cool guy. But you wouldn't have known that if y'all wouldn't have had brought that up, you know. Yeah. So I think that probably brought some things out to some of his fans that, that yeah. he has that, you know, background. Yeah, well, I mean, if you're going to ask us any kind of, how'd you get started <clears throat> playing music stuff? Like, you're going to have some level of, we played in the church for forever. And, you, and you, know? you know, a lot of that, when you go when you go to these, like, uh, TV shows, these singing TV shows, mm-hmm. like, the best ones are always have a... Oh yeah, I used to sing, you know, in the in the choir or the yeah. worship for my church. Was there something about playing in a church where because everybody's like, if you're gonna, what would you say, like successfully perform some kind of music in a church crowd? There's so much more um, like emotional connection with the music than if you were just playing in some random song in a club somewhere or something. Yeah, that and then like frequency. In right? frequency, you get to play every week. Yeah, so if you're yeah. playing every week, and then the the big like the big thing that's this song's going good or it's not is more emotional stuff than it's more feeling stuff than like hitting all the right notes and all. That's yeah. a big deal. Yeah, you know. So and then you add that to the frequency, you get better at your instrument, and yeah, so it yeah, it's pretty helpful, I think. But yeah, that was a cool, it was a fun time. If you want to listen to it, it's called Inside the North Side Podcast. Yeah, and there's some language in there, so if you don't you, you don't want to hear that. You know, the, the guy it's all coming from me. You know? <laughs> no, no, y'all, y'all did really You know good. me, I just. The, just the host said a couple, you know, it wasn't, it, it wasn't terrible. But no. just, to, just to know it wasn't a Christian podcast yeah. or whatever, but it was, it was, it was kind of cool. Yeah. Uh, I, I enjoyed listening to it. I'm trying to do more of those things, so. Yeah. I'm probably going to, well, I don't know. I got to reach out to more people, but, you know. Trying to just do that kind of stuff is anywhere and everywhere people will have me, you know. Yeah, I think this coming on here really helps. Yeah. Really helps you, like, get what you want out there and, and said well, too. Yeah. So you did a good job. We talk for forever, so. <laughs> yeah, whenever you, whenever I give you a chance. <laughs> it's like, well, anything you want to get better at, you just have to do it more, right. you know. So, And people don't think of uh, speaking and communicating as a skill to get better at. And then there's all sorts of like subset skills that help you communicate better. So there's like, you can use humor, you can use analogies, you can, you know, frame, use different words. You you know, there's a lot of skills involved in just talking. So anytime you see somebody who's doing a talking position job where there's like a preacher, comedian, some kind of public speaking, like there's a lot actually going on there, even though it looks like they're just standing there talking to people. It's, and, and it's not just, public speaking where it's like they have to get over nerves or something like there's a whole lot of skills that they have to develop in order to effectively communicate their idea to the people in front of them so yeah yeah and if you want to get better at something like that you just have to talk more (laughs) to more people in different environments and you know that's one of the things uh that i think serving tables has been super useful for me because i just talk to strangers (laughs) like a lot and uh, and I have to learn how to deal with a lot of different types of personalities, and there's there's really not that many types of different people out there. At least in our area, I've come to realize. I don't know what the number is. Maybe it's twenty, but I can talk to somebody for have like a couple sentences with them. Sometimes less. Sometimes you can just look at somebody and know. But you can be like, oh, you're this type of person, so I'm going to speak to you this way. You're going to find this more respectful than this, so I'll do that. You know, that kind of stuff. And you can kind of play that out with all sorts of personality types. Yeah, that's good. But the point is, you don't know until you... <clears throat> the point is, if you want to get better at it, you just have to do it. And so the fact that we do this every week, hopefully every week, yeah. not missing weeks. Most of the time. 
you know, it's helpful for sure. You know, that's kind of interesting that you're saying that because I was just listening to, uh, uh, who was I listening to? I was listening to Elon Musk mm. uh, interview and they asked him why that he, uh, he bought Twitter. Yeah. And he was just like, he was talking about uh, Northern California, you know, where where Twitter was. Yeah. And he was like, there, you know, there's this 10-mile radius of these radicals, mm-hmm. left radicals, right? Yeah, like all the way on the left. Right? Yeah, like radical, radical. And that's why, you know, they're having the, you know, the homeless issues and, you know, you go – through you know a red light and you got a homeless dude throwing feces on your car or whatever and nothing happens and it's just that way and yeah. uh, all and then the, all the, of course all the political stuff and everything that went through COVID and all that stuff he said normally that would be isolated to a ten mile radius yeah you know but through Twitter they weaponized it and they spewed all those things through Twitter. Mm-hmm. Um, and he says something that wouldn't normally, you know, just be isolated there within the ten mile radius now is spewed across the world. Yeah. Uh, and he he really talked about how they weaponized a you know, social media platform to to really you know kind of hurt the rest of the world. Yeah. And he felt like it was important enough to buy it. So I thought that was yeah. First of all, you have to have the money, huh? mm-hmm. and then but he the other thing was interesting that he said that. <clears throat> that Twitter was directly, it was a uh, a government publication. Yeah. Well, they all are. Which was, but he said there was like direct, like line and code. Yeah. Well, that was the whole Twitter files yeah, or whatever yeah, they yeah. called them. That was pretty interesting. <clears throat> but, that, but yeah, it's all, they're all like that. Yeah. I mean. Which is crazy. Some that, more than others. Some more than I others. Twitter's but, was like the top of the top. Yeah. But he's but what what was crazy about that was the two guys that he opened the Twitter files to the two reporters um, they got like audited yeah yeah you know at like yeah terribly or something and then know? when if you want to bring up some other issue you're like well I think the government's probably got a hand in this it's like oh conspiracy you're yeah, crazy yeah. it's like no they have like we we know for sure that they do I mean uh, Zuckerberg was on he uh, the Rogan thing and he was talking about how he had the FBI people contact in Facebook. Um, and, you know, Facebook also owns uh, Instagram and all. So you have, for sure, the people are were in on Twitter. You, I mean, Zuckerberg also acknowledged, yes, they're in at Facebook trying to control stuff, which means they're also in at Instagram. Uh, you know, I mean, you can just go down the line. They're all like that, yeah. which is why the whole TikTok thing was funny to me because uh, – they were all like, yo, it's collecting all this data. You guys got to look out. The Chinese, they're going to have all this info on us. And it was like, yeah, I mean, that's not so good, but you're all doing that. The same people <laughs> that were complaining about it were the ones that are doing that with all yeah. the American companies. They just didn't want some new they, – they framed it all as, uh, you know, this is a security threat because we don't want China to have all this information. But really I think what it was was – they wanted all that information. <laughs> they wanted because they were collecting it on their own platforms, and they didn't want to lose that business to a Chinese company. Yeah, which and then they framed it as like, well, it's national security, you know. But uh, yeah, I don't, I don't think it was so much that <laughs> as they just wanted all of it for themselves. Yeah, but, you know, it's just one of those things that's easier to control people when you have the information, right? Yeah. And uh, but I mean, I just listed like all the most major uh, social media platforms, and we know for a fact it's not even like a disputable thing. It's for sure 
they were in to a certain degree. You can, yeah. I guess, argue what that degree is, but for sure they were. And then you can name all the major news networks, and you know for sure that they were in. Uh, pushing different vaccine stuff is just like examples, but you know for sure they're all in. And the people in the news organizations will say, yeah, we get people telling us what we're allowed to report on, what we're not, and all. So that's all the major media outlets. You have people at the New York Times saying the same thing, like all – it's everywhere, and people, like, they don't want to just accept that, yeah, for sure they're pushing their own propaganda constantly, but, uh, you know, it's what so, it is. So what do you think about this? So, you know, the the uh, the question was asked about uh, allowing, you know, all sides of, you know, whatever to be able to say whatever they want uh-huh. on, on Twitter now. You yeah. know, he's not blocking anybody unless – you're direct have a direct threat, you know, you're talking about <clears throat> murdering somebody or whatever, you know, and then yeah. they start looking and blocking that. <clears throat> then the question was asked, well, how come these uh the Taliban and people Taliban and stuff are having their pages? And he said, mm-hmm. Well, we have a UN um UN exception because we think it's important for world leaders to be able to uh, puts their stuff out there so everybody kind of knows. Um, this is their views. This is their views. Even if we all disagree with them. Right, exactly. So I thought that was interesting, mm-hmm. but if I can't talk about murder, how can they can talk about murder? You know yeah. what I'm saying? But at the same time, like if they're not doing that, then we really don't know who they are. And, you know, so it's one of those things that I rather know that I'm talking to a racist than, than, you, not, than you not know that you're talking to a racist yeah. type deal. I don't know. I don't know. I think you got to keep everybody playing by the same rules. Because, I mean, what if uh, you could, like, what do the the Crips get a page where they could talk about, you know, knocking people out here and there? Like, do the cartels get a page where they're allowed to, you know what I mean? It, and is the argument, well, no, they don't because they're an illegal organization and what the Taliban, you know, I don't know. It just seems, yeah. it seems ridiculous. If you're going to play the whole free speech card and we're – as long as it doesn't go against these certain laws, which is, you know, you can't make direct threats on people. And all, all the stuff you can't say in person, uh, you're not allowed to say online. So I can't come up to you in person and be like, I'm going to murder your whole family. You know, people will take that as a threat and I could be prosecuted, right. you know. But uh, so I can't do that online either. If you're going to, like, use those set of guidelines for some people, I think you got to use them for all of them. Yeah. He called it a UN, UN exception. Yeah. Um, you know, I think the cartel is kind of interesting, right? Oh, yeah. And also, that's the other thing, which I've mentioned before. People don't want to acknowledge how much they control everything. Like, you, we have the Taliban, and we have all these other, like, Muslim, like, terrorist groups. Uh-huh. But we have one that's on our border. In our In our country. Room. And nobody <laughs> says anything about them. They're, they're killing and murdering people. I wonder why time. nobody talks about it. Nobody says Why anything. would anybody not be talking about it? Could it be because... <laughs> could it be because different people are getting money from them? What? what? <laughs> could it be because they have a little more control than we like to acknowledge? Wow. What? Mm. <sighs> what? <laughs> It's what I'm saying. Like when people talk about the border, and they're like, "It's crazy. What are we gonna do? We can't do anything." Like, the cartel runs the border. This is crazy. It's like, well, yeah. Why do you think it's not getting fixed? 
because the cartel runs the border. Well, there's like there's a lawsuit that just filed by the DOG, Snoop Dogg DOG. <laughs> D-O-W-G. He's suing people? <laughs> no, 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 no. Uh, DOJ? Yeah. Uh, not Department the D-O- of Justice? Yeah, not the D-O-W-G. Yeah. Because uh, Democrats are, well, Democrats, that's like saying, there, yeah. there's certain people that are now cutting the fences down mm. and just like opening the borders along, you know, these long, long, like term fences that's been there for a long time. Yeah. So they're now they're filing like lawsuits just to be able to stop them from. Cutting the fences. So, do you see any of the photos of the wall that Trump started building that like didn't get finished? Uh, I think I've seen some of it. It's a, actually a pretty impressive wall. Yeah. <laughs> it's. It is. Did you see the one where they they had the ramp? They was trying to drive over it. <laughs> no, I love that though. <laughs> they had this very very steep ramp that they were going to try to drive this truck over. I'm sure it was full of, you know. Very important imports, yeah. you know, like yeah. blankets and hats. And yeah, stuff. yeah. <laughs> and, uh, sandals. Sandals, you know, just the, you know. beanie socks, you know. <laughs> but they got to the top and the teeter-tottered. They didn't think about that. Oh, that's know? hilarious. So it was just stuck up there, and then before you know it, all these people jump out and run. You that's know? funny. Uh, but, yeah. I like that. That's good. Yeah, so that's interesting. I mean, I just, that whole... Um, border control where we're, we got our nose in everything, you know, overseas, but yeah. you have this dirtiness right in your backyard and you're yeah. just like, eh. Yeah, well, what are you going to do? I guess we need those people to come over here and help us take care of that while yeah. we're over there helping them take care of their issues. Yeah, sure. Let's do know. it. <laughs> you remember when when Trump was like, "Oh, we got to build a wall, and I'm gonna make Mexico pay for it." Yeah, I think it's like you ought to just let them come over and then give them a job building the wall. <laughs> they probably love that job. Can you like cartel snipers? That was every time they like <laughs> weld something like. <laughs> they're just sniping their own people, so the wall is oh, not being God. built. Take their money, get them across. Take them out to get over there, make some more money coming. To, no, it's crazy. I just recently uh, saw the story of this this young girl. She was like sixteen or seventeen, and she was um, trying to come to America. She was raped by like seventeen. Where's she coming from? From Mexico. Mm. Uh, and like the coyotes got her and ended up raping her. And, it's crazy. And uh, so they was about to sell her to like American. Um, I guess as a prostitute over uh-huh. here, and um, this lady from uh, from Mexico ended up buying her back mm. so that she didn't have to go. Like the lady gave up everything that she had. So she's in Mexico still. So she's in Mexico still. So now that you know, because she went through all that horrible, uh, horrible things about being raped and all that. So now she's owned by some Mexican lady, you know, making tortillas or something. I don't know, but. Uh, <laughs> She's not, she's she's not out, you know, walking Las Vegas. She's not streets. walking free. That's crazy. Do you ever hear the story of a? I can't remember how to say her name, but she the North Korean girl. Yeah, with the crazy story. I re- come I, to America. I don't remember the story, but I remember hearing the story. That's uh, it's like one of the craziest stories. Yeah, hear. yeah, well, that was pretty crazy. Where it's kind of similar, like that. Like she first, I don't remember how she gets out of North Korea, but it's. Crazy enough, just getting out of North Korea and 
before you even get out of North Korea, just the North Korea life is just the one thing that I do remember from that story was like if so if your house burns down, like it doesn't matter. You don't go save your baby first. You have to have you have to save that picture. Yeah, get the of, picture the, of the picture yeah. of Jim Chon Chun or yeah. whatever his name That's, is. Yep, you nailed it. That's him. <laughs> Kim John cut out the jibber jabber. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but her story's crazy. She goes to like, I think like three or four countries before she finally gets here. And yeah, the whole thing sold sold as a sex slave, and her it, it's all that stuff. It's crazy. I just can't imagine like these people are not going to be normal the rest of their life after they go through. She like, seems pretty normal when you talk to her. Yeah. I mean, not that I talk to her, but like listening to the interviews and stuff. <laughs> I talk to her. <laughs> yeah, I've got her on. I could call her right now. <laughs> We're slacking if you got numbers like that. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't tell you this. Dude. <laughs> I ain't told you. I got uh, some numbers. I called my grandpa uh, yesterday. To he's like you, where I I I asked him for a number because my my toilet's messed up still. It's been clogged for I guess since Friday night, and so but I heard and so I messed with it all Saturday evening. Me and my dad taking stuff apart, trying to. Thought we fixed it, didn't fix it. And then uh, I called him, and then Sunday, it's Sunday, so I didn't, you know, we're doing church stuff, and then we went out to eat for Tara's birthday, so I didn't want to mess around with anything on Sunday. And so then Monday morning, I call my grandpa because my dad says he's got a plumber guy. So I call him, I say, hey, I need a plumber. Heard you know a good plumber. He's looking for the guy's number, and he's like, he said, I've got, you know, I don't remember what the number was, but it was like two thousand contacts or something like that. He's like, "You think I? I thought I saved it. I've got two thousand contacts. There's got to be one of these." And he was looking for it. He did finally find it, but the guy's name was Pedro, and he's a plumber, Pedro which I plumber. thought was great. Yeah, so that's what he. I was like, "You'd think you'd remember that one, Pedro the plumber? That Pedro seems easy." So he come out and fix your stuff? No, supposedly he's going to come today because I was yesterday. I called him yesterday morning. Tell him what's up, and he goes. He says something about his trucks in the shop. He's supposed to be able to get it later that day. If he gets the truck later that day, he could probably come out tomorrow. What are tomorrow we eating in today. the sound booth? Because there's toilet issues going on in the sound booth right now. Steve had some issues. I there's not a issues. toilet in the sound booth. No, so, so what are we eating? That's a problem. <laughs> <laughs> because there's toilet issues in the sound booth. I guess the toilet. You've got a toilet issue in the sound booth. I can tell you where your problem is. There's not a toilet up there. I don't know, man. But it's stupid because it's. I've got two toilets in my house, and the bathrooms are basically right next to each other. So there's a wall in between them. So the toilets like share a wall, and it's both the toilets are being affected. So whatever the clock, so they they clearly meet. Uh, like it comes out of the toilets, and then they meet somewhere, mm-hmm. and then go to whatever other pipes that go out in the main line. And it's just the toilets, though. So all my other drains are fine. So it's got it's definitely like wherever they meet before they get to the main line. Yeah, uh, which is kind of the problem because anyway, I'm not gonna have all this toilet talk for toilet talk. <laughs> <the next time. laughs> but anyway, I've been peeing in the yard. Been <laughs> I've been having to go all over town to do my business. <laughs> I got here early just so I could do it. You know, <laughs> Tara keeps having to leave the house early so she can go to the bathroom and place. Been popping into my parents' house because they're only hey, what are y'all doing? they're only six or seven minutes away. So uh-huh. go over there, go to the bathroom, all over the yard, man. I'm gonna have a nice lawn, <laughs> <laughs> fertilized yard. <laughs> Just 
I'm hoping so today the guy said, because the guy works for like the Pasadena school district or something like that. So he said he gets off work at like three something. So he could be out here a little after four. So fingers crossed he knocks it out. I, I love it how you go. That's enough of the toilet talk. And then I, I, go, I had to just like wrap it up. Three more minutes. I had to wrap it up. <laughs> I had to, uh, I had to flush it. Uh, we need toilet ponds out though. It was <laughs> before we before he keeps going. Let's jump right in. <laughs> Culture corner. So I thought I had a um, what you call it? I thought I had something to talk a about story. Today, a story, but come to find out, we've already talked about it. I got to remember, but I yeah. guess he goes. I got a story today. <laughs> and I said it's about time. What do you got? He says it's that one about uh, Elon Musk and the first Neuralink patient. Yeah. We haven't talked about that, right? I said, we definitely talked about that <laughs> like a month ago. Because then we talked about Elon Musk for like 20 minutes. <laughs> I said, okay. well, then I guess I don't have a story. <laughs> <laughs> hey, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe we didn't talk about maybe it. We but I am 90% sure. That's the problem. Like, we talk about stuff. Yeah. And then we don't know if it was on air or not. I'm pretty sure it was like a half hour of an episode of us talking about Elon Musk stuff. Okay, then we won't talk about it. But I've got a... Just so you know, Elon Musk is about to have his first Neuralink patient, and it could solve all paraplegics. Dun, dun, dun. You not excited about it? Or did you want... Uh, which one? I'm excited. All right. You never know when you're going to be paraplegic. Yeah. You never know. Never know. One <laughs> turn, one wrong. One Mama wrong always turn. said, "You never know when you're going to be paraplegic." <laughs> well, I have a story. It's kind of um, Elon Musk adjacent. Okay. Since we're kind of doing is that, that uh, Facebook. No, because I know they. Were this going, is a different sect okay. of Elon. Because I know Musk. they were going to fight. And Elon. Said, oh yeah. Elon Anytime, said, anyplace. Elon, Elon said he, he, he's chickened out. Yeah, he said, Mark Zuckerberg, jibber jabber. <laughs> Zuckerberg. If you people don't know, uh, somehow Mark Zuckerberg, Zuckerberg has been training jujitsu, and apparently he's moving up, and now he's feeling confident. And uh, somehow somebody, I think somebody just commented on something. It was like, you and Elon Musk should fight. Like, haha, isn't that funny? The social media people duking it out uh, Facebook against Twitter whatever and then it started being taken serious and Elon was like I'll do it you want to do it let's go and then they talked and they were like well what's the rules where are we going to do it at this is all Mark Zuckerberg it's like where are we going to do it we, what's the rules and Elon's like I don't care any rules anytime let's go he wanted to do it uh Elon wanted to do it in the Roman... At the Colosseum. Co- Roman Colosseum. Just because he was like, this is already ridiculous. Let's just make it... <laughs> let's do it. And I can't remember what he said. Like, I think the Coliseum was like, like we're down. doing it. Yeah. But then for some reason, Zuckerberg was like, no, nah, we can't do it there. We got to... Do it UFC in the cage yeah. in Las Vegas. But, but yeah, now... They ask him, like, so, like, he's been training. He goes, I don't care. He goes, he's like, I, I don't got, care. I'm I so got, much bigger. <laughs> I got the war with war, uh, do the walrus on yeah. I said I'll just lay on him and take him out. Do you know how big a walrus is? Yeah, <laughs> walrus war- doesn't need to know how to fight. She's <laughs> <laughs> kind of funny. I don't know how big he. How big is he? Though? He looks like a big dude. 
what is he like six four something like that? Uh, probably he's not six, some seven foot guy, but no, I think he's, he's a, a six three, six four, and he's. But also, I didn't know this. Apparently, he white. had some like fighting background growing up. Like he's taken different uh, martial arts stuff for some amount of time. He could be some like closet, yeah, black belt jujitsu guy, and nobody ever know. I don't think he's that. No, but I think he's far enough along where like he probably knows how to throw a punch. Um, he, I, I think he's. He said he trained some level of jujitsu for well, a while. I, I know uh, GSP was training him for a while. George St. Pierre, really? Yeah, he was a UFC champion for a while. So that's what I'm saying. So it's not like he has no experience. So you give him some experience, and supposedly he's quite a bit bigger than Mark Zuckerberg. Yeah, oh man. But we got to remember back, if you're a UFC fan, the Gracies yeah. were fighting like them big Samoans. It's and, true. Tapping them out, they but were, they were kind of like the best. The best, you know, best. is Mark yeah. Zuckerberg on and that the other level? Guys didn't have no idea even what jujitsu was. What either. is uh, yeah? What is um, what belt is Zuck? I don't know. Let's see. Look it up. He's gonna be like a second degree white belt, <laughs> talking all this trash. I I feel like he's like a brown or something. I I feel like he's a mid level belt. Wait for it, y'all. Here, here we go. This is blue belt. Blue belt. Okay, that's right after white. No, that's the second belt. Yeah. Oh, well then. But yeah. that's actually, you know, we're getting into some higher level. Like it sounds like level two. Yeah, but it's, but it's not. That's <laughs> <laughs> what it sounds like. Higher than what? Level one. <laughs> Doesn't sound like he's all that advanced yet. Uh, look out, Elon Musk awarded. Uh, blue belt, both of them. Yeah, so you got two. Oh no, no, I'm sorry, I read that wrong. Look out, Elon Musk, Mark Zuckerberg oh, awarded yeah, yeah. the blue belt. Yeah, okay. yeah. But so yeah, it's not like he's some black belt taking no, no. on. But a blue belt mm-hmm. is very dangerous to people that don't know jujitsu. Right, but supposedly Elon knows a little bit of the basics. Yeah, supposedly. If you have some jujitsu defense, you you can um, get by with some. Yeah. White belt. Anyway, I would love to watch this. I'd pay for it. I would. I would love to watch this. What if it was on a Jake Paul card, though? Would you? <laughs> would you suffer through a Jake Paul fight to get to that? You don't want to watch. You don't want to watch that. <laughs> Let's get real. Neither one of these fights are going to be that good. <laughs> okay, they're not going to be that good. It's going to be. It's just going to be Mark Zuckerberg on the bottom. <laughs> the fans are gonna have the Musk fans are gonna like show up with t- big tusks. <laughs> They're all gonna be wearing their tusks doing the wall. We're going <laughs> and the Zuck. What, what is Zuckerberg? I don't know. There'll be a penguin. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I'd love to watch that though. I'd definitely watch it. I'd pay for. It. I might even sit the Jake Paul fight. I'd pay at it. least five dollars. You would. <laughs> Ten is my max, <laughs> but I would pay something for it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I'd chip in on it. Yeah. All right, we're in, guys. That's we're like in. that's like 20 bucks. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. guys go for it. Yeah, I'm sure it's only going to be 20. <laughs> yeah. Well, here's uh, my story. Okay, yeah, no, yeah, Elon Musk and Jason. <laughs> oh, it's is, Jason. That's wondering how we even got back It's here. NASA. Okay. All right. Yeah. NASA that's, plans that's, to build homes on Earth's moon by 2040. I'll say that again. Whoa, whoa, whoa. We haven't even been to the moon yet. <laughs> that's true. How are they going <laughs> to... 
<laughs> NASA plans to build homes on Earth's moon, the moon, by 2040. Why? Well, let me tell you. Okay. <laughs> so, I'll tell you. Okay. So, okay, NASA seeks, so they're going to do it with 3D printing is the plan. So the NASA, people or the houses? The, the, both. They're just going to print all these people. And hey, speaking of this right now. Yeah. Have you ever seen? Have you have you ever read the? Well, you, you did read the book, the uh, the Giver. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I read it in like seventh grade. Right. But. I watched the movie the other day. Oh yeah. What a depressing book. Yeah, I'm trying to remember all the details of it, but like, everything's controlled, and then right. there's no like emotion anymore. There's yeah. no there's no like sin, but there's no like uh, there's, love. Yeah. There's no nothing. Right. It's just people. Getting along in this utopia world, mm-hmm. yeah. But the, but does the does the guy escape? Doesn't yeah, he, try he, to escape? he escapes the border and then everything comes back. Mm. Yeah, and that's how it ends, right? Like yeah. he's just out. It. Yeah, it's he escapes sad. out, and then not even show the the world going back to normal. But like the people there don't e- don't even remember like war or love or. Yeah. You know, hard times or mm-hmm. compassion. It's just this mundane. Everything. How were we? How was this? A uh, you said speaking of. How is this? Oh, three D. You're three. You're printing people. Printing people. Yeah, gotcha. yeah. They were just like. Well, robots. these were real people in the. Book. They were real people, but really, because the boy said, "Are you Dad, real people? With Dad, him? do you love me?" And he goes, "Love. Do we? Do we have? Do we care for you? Yes. Yeah." And I'm just like, oh, wow. <laughs> Do we care for you? Yeah, I care for you, son. Sounds like somebody's getting horn swaddled, <laughs> all right? <laughs> and then he gets that baby, the giver, the next giver, and takes oh. off with him, remember? Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I forgot, but I do remember. Yeah. I remember Adam reading that book Yeah, in uh, junior high, I think. So, that anyway. was one of the, like, five books <laughs> that I read. They th- it, it, like... They read it and then they stop and then it comes back around uh, and the, and then yeah. um, uh, Luke had to read it too, so it was interesting. What do you think you get if you're the author of one of those books that gets into a curriculum? I don't know. What do Rich. you think? Do you? Yeah. Do you think they give you like a thousand bucks? Be like, we can use this whenever we want. I think it's the. The copies that he sells, right? It turns into a number one seller. Oh, yeah, there you go. You know? So he's making a few cents every time. Yeah. Okay. Kind of like selling a CD. Yeah. I get get like it. four cents. Yeah. Then a stream is like two. No. A stream is a third of a penny. A third of a penny. <laughs> if I'm not mistaken. It's less than a penny. God, dog. That's, that's tough. <laughs> it's, dude, it's hilarious looking at my... Uh, they, my were, like, they, they send you like a 30-cent yeah. check. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> You go, you go, let's see, what did I make in November? 37 cents. Hey, I'm up a few cents. <laughs> yeah, I remember that, man. Yeah, it's good stuff. We, we would get like 100 bucks, and we're like, what? We tell everybody, yeah. you know, we made 100 bucks on this album. They're like, what? Yeah. Bucks? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Bucks. yeah, like that's crazy. <laughs> and the, the, the problem is, like, you don't see nothing for like four weeks. Or more, yeah. And they're like, how do we do? How do we do? How do we do? Because sometimes know? they'll do it like quarterly. So that yeah. means it's like a few months. And you're like, all right, you got 247. <laughs> hey. You did good this month. You're up 1,000%. We got, we got over. <laughs> we're, we're in the triple digits, kind of, depending on how you view it. 
Yeah. What, what are hey, you talking about? NASA's trying to build these homes oh, on yeah, the yeah. moon, dude. Okay, okay, we're gonna 3D print them on the moon. Uh, it's, yeah, that's the idea. It says NASA seeks to 3D print building materials out of new concrete made from lunar dust. Bro, have you seen these? I was just showing Sandra these 3D these cement 3D printers. No. They are pretty cool. Well, NASA's trying to do it with lunar dust. They're they're uh, fairly large. I bet they are. They yeah. look like you know those like those robots that are on like production lines. Uh-huh. They look like that, but they have cement coming out of the tip. Mm-hmm. And they're uh, I've seen them build like walls and stuff for for homes here on Earth. Yeah, here, here on here Earth. On <laughs> You're not wrong. <laughs> like we're somewhere else. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's pretty amazing, man. Well, they're trying to do that. On the moon. On the moon. And I don't know what they put in the 3D printers on Earth to make that. Probably not moon dust. <laughs> but they're trying to do the moon because the whole the uh, the whole thing is there's lunar dust. Is there, there water on the moon? No, I don't think so. so I think the- they think there used to be. I don't. I don't remember. But that's not. Anyway, let me tell you the article. All right, go ahead. Um, let me find it. Well, that was a waste of a paragraph. Okay, so they believe the goal of having an outpost on the moon is achievable by 2040. Um, if they can hit their benchmarks in the coming years. Let's see. Um, so this is a pivotal moment, blah, blah, blah. What, okay, where was the, all the actual information? I'm sorry. I thought I had this up. Okay, so Icon and other prominent companies in the field, this is a company, Icon's a 3D printing company, um, have touted the benefits of 3D printing as an efficient and low-cost solution for housing here on Earth. Icon has shown the benefits of this technology by incorporating 3D printing techniques and its construction projects, utilizing a, a property, a propriety, a proprietary material called lavacrete. So this sounds like what you've been looking yep. at. Um, on the moon, however, construction projects face another issue, dust. Lunar dust is highly abrasive and toxic when inhaled. But while it certainly poses a problem for those looking to live on the moon, some engineers also see it as a solution. Some 3D printed homes on Earth, for example, made from common soil and materials found on the surface. If the same sort of technique could be applied on the moon using lunar dust, then those homes and structures would have a better chance of withstanding the extreme temperatures, fluctuating levels of radiation, and micrometeorites that might damage structures made of earthly materials. Um, And it kind of keeps going on. But basically, they're trying to have like a scientific outpost that people could stay at for short periods of time. Uh, And to construct them, they're trying to have this whole lunar dust 3D printer thing. Okay, so I got a question. Yeah, ask the question. I'm not not an astronaut or astrophysicist. Say that again. But if there's no gravity Uh on the moon. No, there is gravity. It's just lower. That's why they bounce around. You see them hopping? Yeah. So how come the dust don't go anywhere? It's light enough. The same reason you don't go anywhere. Same reason dust on Earth doesn't go so anywhere. You There's just, still gravity. So you wouldn't just float away? No. If you're not attached? Right. Like in the movies, the dude just like, ah, and then he just Well, that's off. in space, not on the moon. But isn't the moon in space? Okay, isn't the Earth in space? <laughs> We're all in space. I mean, when you're not... <laughs> 
All right, so I'm going to explain gravity to you, and I, we, as we talked about last week, don't know anything. So here so we go. You ready? This is a part of the podcast where we're the <laughs> smartest thing. Okay, so all these different objects in space have a certain level of gravity to them, but the bigger the object, the stronger the gravitational pull. That makes sense with mass and... Yeah, and you know about oh, mass yeah, and stuff. Okay. So the moon, there is gravity on the moon pulling you down but it, since it's so much smaller than earth it's a lot less i think that i think it's like a third uh the gravitational pull something yeah. like that there's a there's a number we used to have to calculate this back i don't know why we had to calculate this well let me t- let me break you off some information tell me about it in 2020 uh-huh. data from nasa uh soviet missions confirm water exists in the sunlight areas on the lunar surface there is water like yes. right now right here uh, today there's water on the surface moon. as molecules of h2o embedded within and perhaps sticking to the surface uh of the moon uh so they're saying it's not water you can drink but maybe it's something they can mix with the uh they're saying the elements are there but it's not liquid water the surface like, as as molecules they- of h2o embedded within yeah, so probably something they can extract from it, uh-huh. but not like a pool of yeah, water. Yeah, yeah. yeah, All right, interesting. So, and it's not ice. No, well, I mean, maybe because it says it exists in sunlit areas of the lunar surface. The sunlit ones would be hotter though, because the moon also has it has some level of an atmosphere, but not near as close as uh, like Earth or a lot of other planets. So that's why there was, it was talking about it's got to be uh, protected from meteorites and stuff. So what is the, what is the benefits? Is the benefits like the next step? Like this of is having this, a place on the moon? Yeah, like is it like a uh, like a pit stop to go to Mars type yeah, deal? It talked about that. Yeah, it said that might be uh, something that happens in the future. That sounds pretty dangerous, right? Like you might get knocked out by a meteorite or yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, well, you got to be in the uh, you got to be indoors. You can't just walk around out there. No. Uh-uh. It's not one of those, like, afternoon Sunday nah. walks down the nope. lit-up moon streets. Nope. nope. Nope, nope, nope. And if you do walk, you got to have a spacesuit on. And a helmet, right? Well, that's... Just in yeah, case. Yeah, that's part of the spacesuit. I wasn't talking about it. <laughs> I thought it was... I thought you knew what that meant. I'm sorry. I should have said that. <laughs> that's all in one? Yeah, it's an all-in-one bundle there. <laughs> Anyway, they're building stuff on the moon. They think they're going to have it within 20 years. Water and ice composition on the moon. Mm. There's no food, though, so you got to figure that out. Man, it sounds expensive. Yeah. sounds expensive. Well, that's the point of the 3D printer thing. It's supposed to be cheaper. So where are they getting electricity? Solar. Everything in space is solar. So... So does <laughs> go ahead think about it. <laughs> I'm just trying to think about like distance from the sun. Uh huh. Is the moon closer or further away? Well, it depends because it's going in a circle around us. Yeah, I know, but like from Earth, it's, it's less, right? It's it's further away from the sun. Well, it depends because it's going in a circle around Earth. So sometimes it'll be if it's on the other 
if it's on one side of the earth, it'll be closer. If it's on the other side of earth, it'll be further away. Right. You're yeah. right. Yeah. Because the moon moves too, though. The moon is... Yeah, this is great. This is a great episode. <laughs> the moon okay, I, I, it's all is kind orbiting of around the earth yes. just like the earth is orbiting but around the sun. The opposite of the sun, yes. It's doing both, so yeah. it's going in circles. Yeah, it's all coming. Y'all back can to see it. me wiggle my hands, but it it's made all coming sense. back because I made one of these models. Yeah, you made this model. I did. Man. I did. <laughs> and you explained it to the class. I'm <laughs> yeah. sure you yeah. remember, bro. You know how many years ago that was? <laughs> At least eighty. <laughs> it must have been in. That was back before they even knew that the Earth was round, wasn't it? I mean, we made it out of <laughs> lunar dust. That was. <laughs> You did that project when they thought the sun was still evolving. Yeah, your <laughs> your project had the earth in the middle and the sun and everything moving around it. And you got a good grade on it, too. <laughs> That's how old the earth was. You got uh, a good... They said, this looks perfect, David. Hey, mine had Pluto on it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we don't even have Pluto anymore. <laughs> we don't even need that one. They said, guys, we don't even need it. Stop. Stop. We got plenty of planets already. Uh, Get rid of it. God, uh, I should have paid attention more. Shoot. Well, where do we go from here? Well, you had a video or something for us. Yeah, so let's go ahead and jump right into the main topic here today. And this is something that's been on my heart uh, for a while. You know, I talked to a pastor one time, and he took over kind of a like a older church and he and, you know he was really tasked to like bring it into like the current age and stuff and what does that mean you mm-hmm. know um but one thing that he said was uh get rid of the weird get the weird out of your church get the weird out of your church and at first i was just like ah that's kind of funny and then I get the weird out of your church but what does that really mean what was he trying to say mm-hmm. and i think what he was trying to say is like when non-Christians come in, they, they're not like, what's all this weirdo stuff going on? Yeah. Um, because <clears throat> the thing about it is when they come in, they have to feel like they, you know, there's a place for them to fit. Not necessarily that they fit in because they're probably not going to fit in, but a place where they can fit. Mm-hmm. I think that's two different things. Mm-hmm. A place where they can feel like they can they can join, but at the same time as they grow, they can fit in. Um, but I think as Christianity has gone on for, you know, decade after decade, we have uh, adopted certain things, language, the way we dress, the mm-hmm. things that we do, the musics that we listen to. Yeah. And then we're like, if you can't do that, then you're sinning, yeah. which a lot of the things that, uh, uh, especially American churches, I guess, because that's the only thing I have uh, um as a reference. Yeah, as a reference to that we take that Christian culture and then make it biblical. Yeah. Which is not. Mm-hmm. And uh, and then we were like, well, how come like our visitors are not staying? They visit one time and then they leave. Mm-hmm. You know? Uh, I know that we have the, the nicest church. Our people in our church are the best people in any church. Yeah, yeah. You know? Every church says that. Mm-hmm. You know? But they have the the visitation um, uh, is not sticky, right? And and so I started thinking about that uh, some years ago, and then we see uh, people. Then we see like people, like famous people, 
uh, try to give their lives to the Lord, right? And mm-hmm. then people were like, well, we'll see. Yeah, yeah. But they're going to have to prove it to me first. Yeah. Uh, and they then criticize everything. Yeah, they do. everything that they do, mm-hmm. and then we wonder wonder why it didn't stick. Yeah, because you know we we can see like maybe their fans going, "What are you doing?" Mm-hmm. You know, I thought you were one of us. Yeah, yeah. Now you're one of them. That's weird. But instead, we got the Christian people going. No, nah, you're not doing it right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That ain't that ain't. You, what are you? Why can you dress with that shirt on? How you you wearing? You're wearing a secular shirt right oh. now. Oh my goodness! What are you doing? Are you even saved? Yeah. You know. Uh, well, I've only. You know, this is all I have. You know, I've only been. You know, coming to church for ten days. Like, yeah. am I supposed to like get rid of my whole wardrobe, wardrobe and yeah. start over at you know the local bookstore and all their shirts that they have over there, mm-hmm. like. Uh, so that's really just been on my heart, and and I know that there's somebody out there going right now. But yeah, you're know, supposed to get beaten, dressed up, and do your best. <laughs> so they say, yeah, some jibber jabber. They just jibber jabbering about it. Um, and and I'm not saying this is every church because you know I think that we do a pretty good job at our church, but at the same time, uh, you know, Pastor even talked about it. Uh, a few weeks ago when he said that there was one, this lady came up to him and he's just like, are you just going to let those youth stand at the altar and, and do their thing up there? And he was just like, they're worshiping God, you know, and when you, and, and your grandson is up there doing it, you yeah. know, like, what do you want? Yeah. Um, so we get in those, those situations and, you know, and then we've seen, you know, people like Justin Bieber, we've seen, uh, uh, I don't know. Uh, Alice Cooper. Oh yeah. Give his life to the Lord. Kanye West. Some 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 bigger names. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we're we're just so you just got to prove it to me, you yeah. know. Uh, and at one time we were all there, you know. The, the, in the you know everybody's walk with the Lord looks a little bit different. Um, so it was pretty interesting when the, uh, not too long ago that. Kat Von D, and if you don't know who Kat Von D is, she was, she um, she started off on TV on Miami Inc. She's a professional tattoo artist, mm-hmm. um, and she's like a musician. Um, she has her own beauty makeup line, so she's she's out there in, in this goth cu- culture, and she's dibble dibble dabbled dibble dabbled. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Uh, She's been dabbling. She's been dabbling in some of the, um, you know, like Ouija board type stuff. And she yeah. said she was never like in a cult or a devil worshiper or anything like that, mm-hmm. but just kind of in the, the goth scene. She's playing around with stuff. Playing around she with stuff, nice. you know, and, and she talks about her being addicted to drugs and alcohol and how that impacted her life. Um, but she she uh just re- uh, re- recently released a video of her being baptized. Oh wow. And uh and then like both sides kind of like lost their mind. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh her 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 fans from the you know that side was you know some of them are like what are you doing? You know those people are weird over there blah 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 mm-hmm. and then of course then some of them was just like 
you know, whatever your walk looks like, we're here to support you. We might not agree with the things you're doing, but you know, whatever, do what you, you know, what you need to do. And then there was the Christians going, uh, believe it when I see it. Yeah. Believe you, it when I see it. Ain't and, for real. and then they're like, you didn't even get baptized right because your uh, the, yeah, the top yeah. of your hand didn't get fully submerged. Yeah. And like your pastor doesn't even know how to baptize people. And, <laughs> Like your pastor don't know how to <laughs> baptize people. I like that. And like, if you know, if God was really like you know, do, you know, doing that, then why is your husband not saved? And he's like yeah. in this, you know, whole, whole other like genre of music that that's kind of like really, really dark and different things like that. Mm-hmm. And here I'm thinking, like, here this chick is like doing her best to yeah. to follow Jesus and. We have Christians that are just because she she's not following in with our culture. Yeah, she's still wearing black. Mm-hmm. She's you know she still has a lot of these tattoos and stuff all over her body that are like pictures of dead bodies and stuff. So she doesn't look like yeah. a Christian. Mm-hmm. And so these crazy, I'm sure they're a bunch of crazy white ladies. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, <laughs> Or giving her a hard time about it, and so she releases a a, a short video uh, that I just want to pl- uh, play just for maybe a, two or three minutes of it, and we'll see where it goes. Uh, of her talking about her experience after she has released this uh, baptism. Now, I will tell you that she does a full length interview. If you want to go back and listen to this. Um, and I forgot where with the lady, Ali, I think she might even mention it in here, Ali something. Uh, so go look, I, I watched it last night, it's about an hour long, it was really, really good, uh, if you want to kind of hear her, her whole heart, just listen to this. I'm going to talk about like the response that I got to the video that I posted about. Alright, so we're going to speed this up just a little bit, but it may be a little bit too fast. I like listening to stuff at 1.5 so I can get more done in you the like day. That, uh... Chipmunk sound. Chipmunk. Speaking of chipmunk, she, she in this video. I know that you can't see it. I'll, I'll turn it so you can see it. But she has two cats, the hairless cats, and a squirrel running around in the background. I don't, I, I, I don't know. Hairless squirrel? No, it's got it's, squirrel's got hair. All right. All right, we're gonna listen to this one point two five. So it might sound just a little bit different. Baptism. It was an overwhelmingly beautiful amount of just positivity and just love. Like me and my, my husband and my son, we'd go out to go get lunch throughout the week and people would just come out of nowhere just wanting to give me a hug and congratulate me and welcome me to the family, which I love. And it's been it's been pretty awesome. I'm actually shocked because I was expecting to get so much hate for it. Um, you know, I know that a majority of my, my fans and my followers are not Christian. Um, and so like, I know that it's a turnoff to a lot of people and you know, everybody's had like their own experiences in their life that, uh, might trigger certain things and um you know and I, I know that everybody's on their own journey and it's not for everybody but um but this is where I'm at and to me my baptism was a you know a public demonstration of where I stand with my faith and um basically letting people know that I'm not ashamed and um and so that's why I really wanted to share it with people you know and like if there was anybody out there that felt like they were at a, a crossroads and don't feel like you fit in because I don't feel like I fit in anywhere now and um, or that I ever have, <laughs> to be honest, like, you're not, you're not alone, you know, there's, and, and it's, it's crazy how many people in my DMs and stuff, like, like shared with me 
what they've been going through too. And so it's kind of cool to be able to connect in that way. But there was this other side of the response that was just so awful. And, you know, it's not, it wasn't my atheist friends. Um, you know, you would think that all the hate would be coming from people who are, you know, against religion or against Christianity and stuff. And, um, you know, we got like the typical, like dumb, mean, like emoji comments, but like, it was really the Christians who were the worst. And there was, it was just really like sad to see like this critical display of judgment, um, from, from, from Christians. And I don't understand what would inspire that aside from like an, something that's more egoic because that isn't Christ-like, you know, to judge people or judge people's journey. It's like, um, you would think that, that most Christians would be like happy for you when you, um, you know, come to this point in your life, especially when, when you get baptized, like baptism is so beautiful and it's such a, a big landmark in, in time for me, at least it was one of the most important days of my life. So it's like, strange that these these handful of like negative critical christians would like come at me in such a public way as well um i think one of the biggest or one of the the comments that i would see like repeatedly would be like people saying that i was faking it and that this is just a pr stunt to get like clicks and follows and i don't or, or views which i think is so weird because i mean i don't my all right we're, we're gonna finish playing this but Really, like you're judging her and saying, this, like, how big of a stunt does this have to be for you to say to turn from like the kind of the darkness that you're in to say, hey, I'm gonna bring a camera into this little, you know, Baptist church that has like 25 people in it, mm-hmm. form, you know, me being baptized. You know, and then go out there and release it on the internet and saying, "Oh, this is just this stuff." Yeah, it sounds weird. Like, we're, 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 what are, what are these Christians doing? Like, like nothing useful. I don't get it. And and to give some background, she's been saved. Well, she's been on this journey to to her faith since COVID. This is kind okay. of when kid. So she's not like. Yeah, a yeah. new, new Christian. You know, she's been, been doing this years. three or four years. Mm-hmm. So, go ahead. It's not monetized, so I don't get paid for how many views I get. And like I mentioned before, a majority of my followers are probably more turned off by my decision than actually, like, rooting for me. I mean, I know there's a big amount that is, but, like, it was a big decision to, like, come out and share that with the world. And, I, like I said, I was expecting, you know, a lot of negativity coming from my existing fans and followers and friends and um, although I got a little bit, it was not anything compared to the criticisms that I got from Christians. Um, there was like a lot of criticisms, weirdly enough, about like the way that I dress and the way that I look or the way that my friends looked in the video. And I think it's really insane that we live in a time where um, people still like judge a book by its cover. Like I feel like I, I wasn't aware that there's a, you know, a uniform that you're supposed to wear once you give your heart to Jesus. Like, um, but, you know, and I will say that there is like a certain aesthetic that is a very stereotypical aesthetic for like the Christian community. And that is not me. Like, I don't dress like that. And, but at the same time, I just feel like I would never judge you for how you look. So why would you judge me? Like what, um, what part of this is considered demonic or is it just because you have a perceived notion of like if people wear black clothes or if they style their hair a certain way or if they have. So what what is it? What is the uh, Christian attire? What are we supposed to wear? I don't know, man. Is it a button-up polo? Yeah, button-up polo. Oh, Khakis. Man. Khakis. Yeah, you're supposed to look like the dude, the, the dad from the Duggar. Yeah. 
Ooh. the Duggars. Oh yeah, I don't like that look. No, part part of to the side glasses. Well, okay. What are those verses that the the like hardcore Pentecostals use? Uh, Some of them talk about you know coming as you are. You mm-hmm. know, is that what you're talking about? No, I'm talking about the ones where it's uh, talking about like not cutting your hair and all oh, right. Oh, oh yeah. They got you know the long skirts and stuff. Yeah. What are those verses? I don't remember. I don't remember right offhand. Um, but it's all the Old Testament stuff. With, but the, the same scriptures that talks about you know don't eating certain things and mm-hmm. all those things. And and most Christians that you know don't cut their hair or mm. they don't read the next verse. You know yeah. they don't follow the next verse or whatever. Sure. Um. So I don't. I don't know, man. This is this is kind of what I've you know when when I had our 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 rap label mm-hmm. I always told the guys so the guys would come in there and you know they would just get saved and they, they would talk about their testimony on their album I used to do drugs blah, 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 gang bang da 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 you know and then their third album is like I used to do drugs used to gang I'm just like hey bro that was good for the first album too like uh-huh. you know you're working this stuff off like but like now what is God doing in your life yeah what's he doing now so, like, give her some space to grow. Mm. She might be wearing black for the next three or four or five years. She might wear black for the rest of her life. I don't know. But give her time to grow, and and she's not where you are. Yeah. You know, you, Mr. Polo wearing khaki boat shoes, giving, you know what I mean? Like, What's the deal with the black? Like, why do people think black is, like, it's just a color? It's a color. Why do people think skulls are evil? Yeah. We all got them. Yeah. You know, but oh, they're evil if they don't have skin on them. (laughs) I guess context is a a thing, but yeah, like what? Just because she, I don't know. I don't know what. I mean, I'm not, I haven't seen pictures of her going to church. I mean, I think because the the whole thing of, you know, what happens in the dark is, you know, like evil in the Bible. Dude, I had somebody tell me. God is representing light. Yeah, but like everybody's got. Where, like you got a black shirt on right now. It yeah. says love and it's got Elam Church on it. So yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Is it wrong because it was a black shirt instead of a blue one? Like what do you And and the other thing I didn't know, and this is kinda weird to me, but I'm not judging it, is that there's a Christian goth scene. Yeah. Like it's to me, you know, the older white dude in the room, mm-hmm. that's it doesn't make sense. Like goth to me means like Darkness, depression, mm. you know, but you're goth. But you know what gothic even started from? It was just a style of architecture. Yeah. Yeah. I don't remember what the century was, but it was like in Europe, the gothic architecture. So. And then people just kind of used But that. it wasn't that like some medieval looking type architecture too? Yeah. Them? Well, that was like time yeah. period that it was a, a thing. Yeah. So, I mean, just People like, were talking about slaying dragons and stuff and it's. I just, I just think that Christians, like, if it was your kid, mm-hmm. like, would you be like, not? Nah, you can't come in church until you change your clothes. But okay, I don't know what they're talking about. I mean, she's got on in this video, she's got on a black hoodie. So, like, I don't think a black hoodie is more evil than a red hoodie. You yeah. know, it's just a plain black hoodie. So, but I, don't I think know. she still wears like really dark clothes. Like, yeah. She still is kind of. In the- I don't, my thing is, I don't know what the color itself has to do with anything. If it was all black, but it's like this weird, like a lot of in the 
in the gothic world, a lot of the stuff's very um, revealing. Right. You know, so it might be like extra low cut tops with like weird skin tight this and that. That also happens to be black. Maybe it's lots of lacy stuff, which seems a little sensual. Right. You know, if it's something like that and it's over the top, I could for sure see people being like, hey, maybe that's a bit much for Sunday morning. Well, she does She does talk about it a little bit in the Full Link podcast. Uh, and she says, like, she goes to a Baptist church mm-hmm. in, like, backwoods, Indiana. Yeah. And she likes the uh, more traditional style. So she says when we go to church, we dress like a... A traditional mm-hmm. suit and dress type deal. Now they're black, mm-hmm. yeah. but but you know, and that that's her like that's her image, and that's what she you know she's always done. It's like the so, color black, I like the color black. Yeah. Like um, so I don't know. It goes with everything. But you know, Christians just see black, and we're just like, yeah. ah, it's black. But if I if I wore an all black suit, like would people freak out? No, because you're not her. Because you didn't yeah, come from. That's what I'm that, saying, like, it's just who that, cares? It's a color. It would to me the context is like, like what is the black clothes? I yeah. Don't, if you're mad at something for the color, that's pretty stupid. Yeah, I, I mean, I just think people are not giving her the room to grow. Yeah. Right. Let's finish this off. Tattoos. It's like that to me is like the silliest thing you could say. So for all of you out there that. If you can't hear the cat like purring in the background, yeah, that's the, what it is. That's not a fan or something. It's a cat. <laughs> we keep seeing the squirrel hop around. Like I'm not a real Christian unless I delete everything I've ever posted, or um, you know, I got to stop listening to uh, the Cure or whatever. Um, I think that you, you you may have gotten ah ah ah. <laughs> not the Cure. You, you're listening to the Cure in Depeche mode. Oh, oh you're really not a Christian. Oh man, a little wrong. Um, like another criticism that I found was just um, attacking my husband. I feel like like that one is quite annoying because you don't know the dynamics of our marriage and you don't know what somebody's going through. You know, like my husband has his own journey and I am here to support him and be there for him as much as I can and be the best wife that I can be for him. But until he makes his own decisions, like I'm, you know, should I just abandon ship? Should I just divorce my husband and uproot like the beautiful nuclear family that we have. Um, so that what she's doing is biblical. What they're asking her to do is not biblical. Yeah. Actually was just going over this. Yeah. Like and, she's like the, the, the Bible talks about if you can reconcile this with that, that don't even sound like they're out of, you know, out of bounds. She's, she's giving her life to the Lord. She's being, um, you know, a, a great example to him. She, he goes to church with her every single Sunday, which they talk about in her long-form interview. Um, the the problems that he's having with Christianity is these people that she's talking about right mm-hmm. there. He doesn't want to be a part of the, the judgmental part of it. Yeah. And unfortunately, when you're not in the group, when you're not in the Christian group, that you don't you don't see the like the other ninety eight percent. Yeah, you know what I mean. You only see the the. The the loud the surface level the surface uh, level judgment yeah. ju- judgmental people yep yeah. he doesn't sing lyrics the way that you think he should sing lyrics like I just the way that some of those comments were phrased were just so awful and cruel and I just wonder what your life looks like like do you only hang out with people that think and look like you uh oh <laughs> <Just>, oh <laughs> uh oh. 
So we were just talking about the 10-mile radius on these far radical rights, yep. I mean lefts. Yep. Now we're now we're talking about this this small group of radical Christians radical that right, yeah. don't give any grace when they need all the grace they can get, mm-hmm. that are super judgmental. And the problem is that most of these people are the loudest ones, yeah. you know? Um, and they, they're, they're keyboard warriors and they're going to, you know, do whatever they can do to judge whoever they can judge and shoot down because why, what does she say? What does your life look like? Like, Mm. are you so miserable that you have to like break everybody down to be just like you? Mm. Um, those people, I just want to punch in the face. (laughs) Biblical. If that's the case, I would, um, I would say in my own humble opinion, that sounds like a very close minded life to live. And hopefully that's not the case for you. You know, I have so many friends that believe in so many different things that, you know, that I don't believe in. You know, I have friends that don't align with my political views or my spiritual views or even my parenting views. Like that does not mean that I just cut them off or I don't talk to them. Um, I, th- I just think that's such a weird, a weird thing to, to say or do. Um, there was some- So where do you land on this? So I'm getting saved now. Um, what do you do with your current friends? It's tough because some of them I think you do got to get rid of. Yeah. Um, but I don't think that's all of them all the time. I think, uh, I think just every situation is a little different. Every relationship's a little different. I mean, like maybe they're coworkers, you know, you're going to see them every day. Like you don't want to just be like, Hey, just so you know, I'm never talking to you again because we don't agree on this stuff. Yeah. You know, but if it's the friends that the only time you see them is getting drunk at the party with them, like there's not really going to be a place, right? And she she kind of talks about that in her long uh, long interview uh, about if there's any drugs going on. Like she said, you know, she could go somewhere with you know um, alcohol and it doesn't you know doesn't like trigger her. But it's, if there's drugs, like she's out. Like mm-hmm. I'm not doing that. So I think. When she's talking about these things, she's putting distance in between certain people and her. But at the same time, she's not like closing them out of her life where she can't love on them and answer questions about them. And I think that's where we need to be, especially at first. Right. We do need to put some distance between us and our older life. Uh, And most of the time, that's people and things. uh, So we can grow in Christ. Right. We got to empty out the old so we can. You know what the Bible talks about the 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 new wine skin for the new wine. You know yeah. we have to have that, uh, and then we can eventually go back. I tried it. You know I went back too early. Went back to the streets too early. I thought I was like where I could be uh, and just hang out with the boys and just kind of live that life of. But at the same time, I'm in the, the wrong environment. You know, yeah. and before you know it, I wasn't as strong as I thought I was, and then I'm ended up doing some of the things. So the, the the one thing that I was trying to do ended up showing them the, uh, a weakness in, in yeah. my faith, yeah. you know? I think it's more important for not so much for you to kind of go out of your way to get rid of people as it is to just kind of let them know, like, this is what I'm doing now. I'm not doing that anymore. And then, you know, they'll either support you and or come along with you or they'll kind of leave you. Yeah. I, I don't I don't think you have to go call people and be like just so you know we're not friends anymore. Right. I think it's more just like hey just so you know I can't go to that party anymore yeah. cuz it does this and this and this and I'm not living that life anymore. Me, and then it's kind of up to them. Yeah. 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 Let's, let's check it out. All that we're criticizing 
the actual baptism, like because uh, Pastor Brian, he didn't dunk me all the way to where my hands weren't underwater. And um, I feel like when you start getting into that realm where you're like pinpointing all of these details that um, really at the end of the day do not matter. You know, um, I didn't get baptized to be saved. I was already saved. Um, and I didn't get baptized, you know, to make it about me. It was never about me. Um, and I think that these people that come at me with these like negative um, critical comments, I think should, I just hope that you're able to maybe take some time and reflect on how you're viewing the world and how you're possibly pushing people away. Um, and I think like um, the last thing I, I, I will say about all of it is that I love you no matter what, you know, even if you don't like what you're saying or you don't like the things I'm saying and, um, or we don't agree on certain things, like I still love you. And um, I might, I might not be down with some, you know, the way you do life, but, um, but that's no, no reason to, to hate or criticize. Um, and I guess that's, that's really, really kind of what I wanted to cover. I do want to say, so I think at this point in her in her her walk, she's taken the the higher road. You yeah, know? sounds like it. Um, but from the things that she's and we, you know, if I post something and I get like you know ten comments, I'm, I'm like, wow, like, whoa, I, I everybody's read. talking about Every, this. I had, <laughs> yeah. the reach on this one, you know, increased by a thousand percent. Right, and it's normally you know I, I'll post something like you know scripture or something you know mm -hmm. feel good statement or whatever that You're I just heard spread positivity. In yeah, the world, and then yeah. nothing. Uh -huh. Right, and then I mean, Sandra go on a date, and I'll do a little ussy or whatever, and post it on. They're like, "Oh, what a cute!" Anytime she's in, I'm get like reactions. That's right. right, that's right. Um, but you can can you imagine if you're getting thousands yeah, yeah. of reactions, and even out of those thousands, if a, a hundred of them are negative, yeah, you know, I think we have to put in perspective of the things that she's seeing, even though that. A thousand are positive. When you get a hundred negative of whatever, mm -hmm. um, you know that represents, uh, you know, a population. You know, because it's not one or two. Yeah. You know, seeing this uh, comedian, you you know, and uh, he's like, now that he's getting popular, you know, that he's got, got some comments, and it says, you know, Cam is a growing good comedian and one day he's oh, going yeah, to be yeah. a good father and then he said the very next one it goes I totally disagree <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> like <laughs> like come on man like why they just they're just talking <laughs> <laughs> like why do you have to like this guy this get this kid's living his dream and you just got to like take his whole fatherhood and everything out you <laughs> know? That's fatherhood <laughs> I don't know, man. I think people have the right to say it. Like, it's called the comment section. Like, it's for it's supposed to be so that everybody watching the video can say what they thought about the video or whatever it is. And if you're going to do that, like, you know, some people are not going to like the video, whatever yeah. it is. But I think uh, on, on, on like a comedian deal, that was per, that was pretty funny. Maybe yeah. the guy was trying to be funny. Yeah, you know. Yeah. But, but, yeah. But when you have Christians like chopping the legs off a of Christian, that's, yeah, that's not so good. Yeah, not so good. Yeah. What are you doing? Yeah, what are you doing? Like, what are you doing? And I think that you know this is this is what's turned Christianity off to a lot of people in the world. It's just like our own people. Yeah, our own people. And I, I, look, I'm not saying this is most Christians, but when we're talking about creating a healthy culture in 
uh, in our faith, we have to think about these things. Yeah, we have to think about uh, what first. First, what does the Bible say who we are? Okay, and then strip all the other stuff that we've like built up. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like you know the spring cleaning. You know, you you look in your closets after a couple of years, and you're just like, what What is all this junk? I don't need yeah. it. You know, I'm a, these clothes don't fit. Anymore. These clothes don't fit. You know, even the fat boy clothes don't fit the <laughs> fat boy no more. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like you, you're not getting down to 175 no more. You not know? with that attitude. Jeez. No, I, no, I'm not. I'm <laughs> telling you. Definitely not with that attitude. That's a long ways, bro. 175. <laughs> that was in 20s. That was 20 years ago. Are you kidding me? What's I mean, if I get to 195, I'm good. You Whew. know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Um, but, like, we, 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 you know, collect all this stuff, and then we call it something that's not. Like, yeah. those are going to fit. No, they're not. <laughs> and we have to be careful when, when, when the, uh, when something is so important as souls. Mm-hmm. Well, the thing is that great. Yeah, uh, we have to we have to uh, be uh, very careful when we say in Jesus' name. Yeah, when we place the name of Jesus on whatever it is when it's not b- biblical, mm-hmm. you know. And I think that um, we do that in, in the Christian culture. So I don't know, just something to think about. Something to, to, to you know when you're out there. Um, that's why it's so important to 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 know your to to know the word what, what the word says and and be able to compare it to what your lifestyle is, yeah. um, and don't be critical, man. Don't be critical of people, even Christians. The Bible says hold your brothers and sisters accountable. It doesn't say be critical against them. Yeah, you know. Uh, yeah, and most of those verses, if I'm not mistaken, that are talking about you know holding people to account and basically telling you to judge others in some sense, it's talking about you judging other people in the church, like yeah. other Christians. It's not talking about people that are just learning about Christ and are trying to learn about, you and know. It's not, a, it's not a stranger deal. Yeah, and it's supposed to be the people that you're... They're, they call them brothers and yeah, sisters. Yeah, it's your brothers so it's something and sisters. That you have, somebody you have a relationship with. It's not with. some stranger on the internet that you've never met that's just trying to learn how things work. And Just this past know. Sunday, so the, the Sunday bef- before something happened in a, one of our church services... <clears throat> Probably nobody caught it, and it wasn't malicious. It was actually a really good thing. Um, one of the people on stage uh, just got it out of turn. God gave them the uh, confirmation to something that was said, right? And it, so it was good. Like it was a good thing that God that He was spiritually aware of what was going on. God mm-hmm. gave it to him, but He kind of stepped on. Um, stepped on what the pastor was doing, right? Okay. And it would have been easy for just to let that go, yeah. you know, but as as leaders of the church, as, as leaders of Ben, and I felt like for him to grow, somebody needed to go and, and let him know, like, hey, man, everything you did was perfect, but it was just out of turn, mm-hmm. you know? And then when I went to him, I told him, I, I was like, you know, let that marinate through through the congregation what pastor said instead of just backdooring it so fast. Mm. And he was just like, oh. Yeah. Because he felt like God put it in his spirit, you know. But he did, he just he was just out of turn a little bit. Like, and so that's the things that we're supposed to do. We're supposed to come come with them in, in love and say, hey, 
you got it, but it was just just out of turn just a little bit. Next time, be sensitive to the spirit and do it this way. Yeah, you know, and that's the way we're supposed to correct our brothers. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, all the and I think I probably shared this on here multiple times is like, you know, y'all know my little crew that I I, I hang out with. It's, um, you know, I have these guys that I mentor. You yeah. know, and um, and I tell them all the time. I said, I said, if I'm correcting you today, that means we have room for you tomorrow. Yeah. You know, you corrected them because you want them to be better tomorrow because you want to be better for their families. You want them better for their ministries, for the mm-hmm. church, the whole thing. When I quit correcting you, it's because we've done all we can do and you're not getting it and we're moving on to mm-hmm. somebody else. Yeah. You know, and that's the same thing I told this young man. I said, this is this is because we want you around, yeah. you know, and I think that's the way you have to do it. Um, I, I got on to my boy, man, pretty I, th- I thought he he had the wrong outlook and mindset on, on this certain situation that we were counseling him in. It was one of the guys that I mentor, and I ripped him, man. I really <laughs> did. I felt like I got on him pretty hard, maybe too hard. Yeah. Um, and I felt bad, so the next day I called him, and uh, I was just like, hey, man, just like, you know, just kind of see where you at. Like, I know I got on you pretty hard yesterday. Mm-hmm. And he goes, Pastor, you told me, like, <laughs> if you're correcting me today. Yeah, you know, yeah. that means you have room for me tomorrow. And he goes, that's the way I took it. And that's the relationships that you have to build. She has a relationship in, in her in her church mm. that's walking her through the things. Yeah, She doesn't need a keyboard hero trying to walk her through those things. Mm. You know, she has the people that she's building relationships with that's walking her through the things that's going to maybe one day she doesn't listen to Peshmo. Yeah. You know, yeah. maybe one day she does. I don't know. Maybe she starts listening to songs in a major key instead of a minor. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. Something besides D, E, and F. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> I, had, I had somebody, like, have a serious conversation with me before because they had somebody, they were a music person at a church, and they said that somebody, I, I, don't, remember, I don't remember who it was, but somebody that was part of that church was telling them, like, we can't be playing stuff in minor keys because minor keys... You know, minor keys generally sound sadder. They sound darker. What, you know? And they were like, I, "That's not. That's not of the Lord." I said, "It's a sound. It's just a noise." Like, and, and this person clearly knew that like that person was being ridiculous, but they didn't have anybody like back them up. So they're having this conversation with me, like, "What do you think about this?" Like, what? And I was like, "What are you talking about, dude? That's the dumbest thing. That's just so, why are we wasting our time?" Like, what do you, of course, th- there's nothing wrong with using a minor key. What the are you only, talking? The about? The only thing that I ever heard, and it kind of makes sense to me, is when you play music that is in a key that's way too high or way too low. Yeah, because it's hard for the the audience to follow along because they're trying to oh, sing at a higher key. That they, yeah, they can't they, sing. They can't, or, or or a lady that's a soprano trying to sing way too low. Yeah, yeah. So there's like a range that's better for. A crowd. But even that, does that mean? No, it doesn't mean you're, that you're, are you you're sinning because that. you sing in a higher <laughs> key? What? Like it's. <laughs> Yeah, this I just remember having this conversation with this person, and this person like at first I thought they were joking, like they were kind of saying it playfully, I guess. And then I was like, oh no, they're really they they're actually concerned that they had this conversation. They're not totally. And I had to be like, yeah, dude, you're you're fine because you heard a song in a minor key. And that's something that you know I've had sitting over here that we might talk about next week or whatever. Uh, what's core to you? 
and um, and you have to figure out like you know what's what's the most important to you as far as the the faith you know maybe the uh, denomination the church your personal faith what is the core things that you have to have yeah and can you overlook the rest of them you know uh-huh. uh, and. And or agree to disagree. Or agree to disagree, you know, yeah. or you need to move on to a different church or a different relationship. Uh, Andy Minio, which we didn't even do a song today. That's interesting. Andy Minio, he said, you know, it's like a marriage. It's like how much of of their bull crap can you put up with? Mm. You know, and if it's too much, then you, that's not the one you can marry. Because all of us have bull crap. Oh yeah, you know what I mean, uh, and that's like I've been the, spreading mine around town, <laughs> <laughs> and that's like the most simplest way to say it, you know. Um. <laughs> I've got some right now. Uh, so maybe we'll talk about this next week, or we'll get to it sometimes. But I, yeah. I have it printed off. I'm, it's been sitting over here on my desk for. A few weeks. Wait for just the right time. Wait for the right time. But yeah, we got to figure out those things. Uh, and then what? What is the most important course biblically? We got to figure out what we believe biblically. Yeah. And then and then work from there. So yeah, yeah. I don't know. Uh, hopefully, y'all y'all enjoyed it. Go go visit uh, Kat Von D uh, on whatever her podcast was. Let me see if I can uh, pull that up real quick. Um, so, so does she still do? You said she does music and. She did tattoo stuff. Yeah, is she still doing music stuff? Or she hasn't done uh, uh, any music since she's uh, you know been a Christian. Okay, so I don't know how that what that's going to look like. It was music, tattoos, and then she's that beauty line, like oh, makeup line. Yeah, yeah. So she's, well, she's probably have all dark colors. What is she going to like yeah, add dude. blues and? Now, Yellows. She's probably got some hardcore no makeup wearing Pentecostals being like, you can't, you got to close the line down. Got to close the line down. What's Real that, Christian what, women, we don't do that. What's going on with it's those? It's too provocative. <laughs> those long nails, lady. Yeah. Oh, man. Hey, what's the deal with the long nails? Can we just, have I ranted about this before? Who's the nails for? I don't know. You know what bothers me the most? Listen, if you want, you know, four inch nails, you know. It's ridiculous, but well, go ahead. Nine inch nails. Stupid. The band was okay. It's not okay. You don't like the band? Go ahead. Nine inch nails. Oh, the band. My bad. Thought you said on a man. (laughs) But. On a curl either. You're a cashier. (sighs) And you can't can't pick up change because your nails are so long. And you're like. And you have to pick it up for them and hand it to them. Like, what are you doing in your life? And also, who's it for? Like what, it, nobody thinks it looks better. I mean, I bet you they give a nice back scratch. Yeah. Yeah, but you don't need nine-inch nails. <laughs> this is my thing on the nails. It's, you know, they do it because they want to look better, yeah. right? They think it looks better. No guy, there's not a single man out there that thinks the nails look better. You think? Not there's a gotta, single guy. There's got to be some... They either they either are like me and think it looks stupid, the extra long nails, or, yeah, I said it, whatever. I don't hate you if you have it, but I think it looks stupid, whatever. <laughs> you probably think some of the stuff I do looks stupid. It's fine. We're all still good. God loves you. Anyway, they either think it looks stupid or 
they just are like, whatever. It doesn't bother me, I guess. But no guy's like, yo, you see that girl's nails over there? I got to go talk to her. Do <laughs> you see the nails in that girl? Oh, no guys like that. It's either a negative or at best it's a neutral. So the nails is just for the other girls that have the stupid long nails too. And then they all come together and clink them on stuff and uh, can't pick up anything. And they just drop everything all day and they just go, girl, look, yes, queen, I like them nails. <laughs> yes, queen. <laughs> That's it. It's just for other dumb girls with stupid long nails that can't give you change at the cash register. Oh, that drives me nuts. That's what I feel about the nails. Or the ones that are, are like when you're in a fast food restaurant and they try to hand you your, your drink. And their nails are like wrapped doing? all the way around it. What it's are like, you doing? It's like a cup holder in their hand. Who is this for? Who is this for? Nobody's better off because of this. <laughs> the nail tech. The, na- the nail tech, yeah, T. You think? <laughs> it's just, it's so stupid. You know that's got to be expensive. It's just, it's the thing because, that's supposed you know, to make you look better that none of the guys care about. Cassandra, you know, she'll go get her nails done, you know, pedicure, manicure, whatever. What is it, like 50, 60 bucks more? Yeah, for just like, I don't know, for regular nails. Just like. Yeah, for 50, regular 50 ones. bucks. Mm. You know? Mm. If you get them extensions. Dude, I get. My wife just had a birthday, right? 100 bucks, probably. Oh, yeah. It's probably, probably like 3,000. <laughs> it's probably like a million. <laughs> it's probably got to be like a. Least. Tw- <laughs> uh, What's that dude's name that did that? I don't video? know. I don't know. <laughs> How much uh, money you make? Man, it got to be at least like <laughs> 3000 million something dollars. Like, at least. Like, oh. <laughs> That's a good clip. I like that clip. Anyway, hey, if you got the long nails out there. God loves you too. Just get rid of them. What are you doing? God you loves doing? you. Save you some money. Save you some time. But listen, if you come to our church and you got long nails, that's, that's great. Cool. Come on. Come on. Come on. Yeah, You're we'll, not going to hell for well, it, but... We'll uh, get you saved and you'll get rid of yeah, it. Yeah, we'll get you. I don't know what you... I'm just joking. Coming as you are. Some of these like, things that the girls do, If you do, like them, if you like them, you like them. What's the guy's equivalent to dumb long nails? What is it that the guys do that none of the girls care about at all? And that best is like a neutral. You're like, yeah, I don't mind that the guy does that. Like... that, But but the other guy, we do it just for the other guys. Really expensive it? tennis shoes. Ooh, tennis shoes, you think so? Yeah, like the five, six thousand. You know, well, that's know. a crazy number, but. You know. Is five, there any girl out there in the shoes? Yeah, I mean, there's some. It's not most of them. No, not for most sure. of them. But like, you know, a pair of Jordans that cost five, six hundred bucks, maybe a thousand dollars. I think that would probably be it. It'd be close to it. Yeah. Some of those, uh, uh, some of those jeans that cost, you know, three hundred dollars. Nah, I think the jeans. I think there's enough girls that like the jeans. Yeah, maybe. Like, probably doesn't count. The shoes is probably pretty What about close. the gold necklace? A necklace? No, some girls like the chains. Yeah, some of them do. The Not all, you know. That's all I can think of. I guess. Maybe it's, those cowboy boots that have the really long tips. No, dude, there's people that like those. That's a very specific culture. <laughs> but I, I like feel them. like those guys <laughs> might like the nails. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's it. That's it. <laughs> they probably love the nails. <laughs> it's just them. The, the male equivalent is the exception oh. to the nails. That's it. Dude, you know those guys with those big shoes. The girl that he got. Hey, Chica, she's got the big clinky. Dude, you know it. Oh, you're right. It's them. What do they call it? There's a name for that. 
Oh, they go down there and do the the, uh, the dances and yeah. oh man, that's yeah. it. Um, you know the problem is nobody's ever going to get to the end of this podcast. Oh, dude, that. that was hear a that, funny. Bro. Thing. <laughs> <laughs> See, dude, I just pictured the guy walking around and the girls got the <laughs> Love it. Uh, All right, we got to get out of here. We're done with this. Uh, <laughs> we love you. Senior Rita. <laughs> the Refuge Project.